Welcome to the Everyday Wisdom Podcast, where we take real life situations, make them real practical, and share with you real wisdom that can be applied to your everyday life. Let's welcome our host, Dr. K. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Wisdom Podcast. I am so excited for our guest today, Ms. Tanisha Dillon. She is born in Wisconsin. She went to college in Tennessee, but I met her in Alabama. Let me tell you, this is definitely a divine appointment because I went um, to Alabama um, almost nine years ago now uh, to speak. I was invited to speak at a church there, and um, there was an event prior to the Sunday service. I believe it was that Saturday evening. Uh, There was an event that the church held, and it was there that I met Tanisha. Now, Tanisha was not a member of the host church that I was speaking at. She didn't even attend uh, the Sunday service because she she was a part of another ministry. Um, But she was here at this event the Saturday night before I was to speak at this other church on Sunday morning. And I I tell you, I have not seen Tanisha (laughs) since that day we met, like physically seen her. We have emailed back and forth. We may talk once or twice a year since then, but you cannot tell me that we don't know each other. So I know this is definitely a a divine appointment, uh, a relationship that was divinely connected by the Father Himself. So I am particularly excited uh, to share with you, based on the blog post, Can You Love Me? Here is episode number five, My Conversation with Tanisha Dillon. Close your eyes for a moment. Envision someone who lives in your household. If you live alone, picture one of your children, a family member, or a close friend. Now listen to these words as if the person you're envisioning is speaking to you. I know you're gifted and talented and skillful, but I'm not so sure you love me. I've seen you heal the sick and bring life to dry bones, but day after day, I continue to relive all the hurt and pain and feel like I'm dying inside. I know you reveal the mysteries of God's word and prophesy to the nations with accuracy, but I don't feel like you see me. You lead with the heart of a servant and you give like no other, but in the midst of all of that, somehow my needs go unmet. You are one of the best speakers I've ever heard but for some reason, my cries go unheard. You're a giant in the spirit with faith that moves mountains, yet I feel like a tiny grasshopper in your sight. You are a prayer warrior, armed and ready for battle at a moment's notice, but it never feels like you're willing to fight for me. Your anointing for deliverance ministry is undeniable. 
yet I find myself stuck in an ongoing struggle. You support sending others on missions trips, and you're even willing to go yourself. But are you willing to come across the hall to support me? There's no doubt you're doing the work of the Lord. But are you loving as much as you're laboring? I know you're powerful. I see your purpose. You're pursuing God's presence. But do you love his people? Before you give a quick response to that question, let me ask you a few more. Are you patient with yourself? Are you kind to yourself? Are you rude to yourself? Do you get irritated with yourself? Do you keep a record of everything you've done wrong in the past? Have you lost faith in yourself or given up on yourself? According to 1 Corinthians 13, these are all characteristic of love. Based on your answers to these questions, can you honestly say you love yourself? So if the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself, how can you love me if you don't even love you? Well, welcome to the podcast, Miss Tanisha. How are you this morning? I am wonderful. How are you? I am fabulous. I'm so excited. You know I'm excited. You know I'm excited. I do. I do. This has I been a do. long time coming too. Long yeah. time coming. So tell us which blog post are we going to be sharing today? Can you love me? Can you love me? Can you love me? Yes. Can you love me? Okay. So why this one? How, how in what way did this particular blog post impact your life? Well, this one, it was really hard to choose. First of all, thank you, first of all. But second of all, all of your writing, I've told you before, God has just given you such a unique way to write. And it always hits me and there's unexpected twists, just like it was in this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so that's why I selected this one. So this one really hit me hard because uh, my husband and I are in the beginning stages of ministry, um, which just like starting a business or anything else where you're the leader, it requires a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And so I was reading that just like, wow, yeah, I'm gifted and talented and all of those. But it really convicted me in the area of spending time with my children. Oh, Our children good. are young. And so as I'm putting in all this time, energy, and effort to building this ministry, my first ministry is at home. Yes. And so that line um, in the blog where you said, there's no doubt you're doing the work of the Lord, mm -hmm. but are you loving as much as you're laboring? Ooh. Oh, ouch. Yeah, yes. all of that. <laughs> that was a major ouch for me because I am a laborer. I'm a, I don't like to be still. I like to work. Yes. I like to do. I have my task list and I like to check things off. Yeah. And so I have a really hard time with sitting still, being still, enjoying the moment. And so that really challenged me and convicted me in making sure I'm being intentional to invest time. And not just, did you clean your room? Did you do this? Did you do that? But really yeah. loving and allowing my children to know that they're important, even in this season. 
That's so good. That's so yeah. good. So what adjustments did you make as a result of that conviction? Um, again, in being intentional, um, mm-hmm. one of the things I'm doing actually tomorrow, I'm going to pick my children up from school early, surprise them, pick them Aww. up and take them for ice cream. That's been one of the big, biggest challenges because my husband and I, we are here in this area. We moved here no, with no family. And mm-hmm. so our support system is very small. So a lot of things that we do, even pre-pandemic, is together as a family. So it's been really hard to find time just one-on-one. Yes. Um, but so being more intentional with that, making sure I'm spending one-on-one time, even if it's not going for ice cream, hey, let's come come in the room with me. Let's watch this show together. Oh, that's or, hey, nice. Come and cook with me. I'm going to make cupcakes. Do you want to make them with me? I'll let them, um, each one of my children, pick a dessert or a snack or something, and we make it together. So just those small adjustments, something I'm already doing, but yes. I'm going to intentionally invite you to join me as I'm doing it. I love that. I love that. So it doesn't have to be some huge life altering event to change course. It could be just being intentional and including the people in your home and what you're already doing. Already doing. I love that. I love that. I'm old school. You know, I grew up. I wasn't interested in the kitchen when I was younger anyway. Yes. You know, the generation, the older generation is like, you know, move, get out of here. Let me get done. And I can be that way if I'm, you know, really focused. But again, just taking that time to stop and really be intentional to say, hey, I want you to be a part of this. And that speaks volumes even to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they can recall things and I'm like, mom, do you remember? No, I don't, but I'm yes. glad you do. <laughs> Those small things really do have a big impact on them. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. And like, like you said, your first ministry is mm-hmm. in your home. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times I think when we do that, when we push people away mm-hmm. <laughs> in order to complete the task, it, it it shows us, it reveals to us that we're actually more in love with the task Absolutely. than we are in love with the people that we are supposedly doing the task for. Guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me go back to something you said a few minutes ago. You said plot twist, or at least that's the way I heard it, plot twist, like... People have no idea as I'm writing these blogs, the plot twist catches me off guard sometimes. And this one in particular, I did not see that ending coming. I mean, I was sucked (laughs) in like a movie, like Uh really sucked in and took that unexpected turn. And I'm like, wait a minute. Ouch again. Ouch to the second power. <laughs> Ouch to the second power. Yes, as I am being convicted about, you know, what how I can improve in my relationship with my children and my in my immediate family. Oh, this is for me. Mm. This is not just about them. Yes. This is how I love me. Yes. And that was even more impactful, Kedra. I told you you're going to have me on the couch. <laughs> I am a, my name is Tanisha, and I'm a recovering perfectionist. Oh, praise God. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. There's a whole group of us out here. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And so when I, when that, oh, my goodness, when that shifted, Mm-hmm. to are you patient with yourself i really yes. did not see that coming yes but i yeah i really had to say ouch wow yeah. yes because as a perfectionist yeah you want everything right all the time yes. and you know you can be your own worst critic so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was a double ouch. Yeah. In a, in a good way, because the God, you know, God is a loving father. He's always calling us to, even when Holy Spirit convicts us, it's out of love. And yes. so it's not to condemn you or to show you how bad you are. Of course, that's the perfectionist that always want to point out what you're not doing. Right. But the loving father is just saying, no, here's some areas where you can grow and develop and improve. And that's where it was for me. It was Tanisha, show yourself some grace. Mm-hmm. Everything does not have to be together all the time mm-hmm. yeah that's that and that's part of loving yourself absolutely you absolutely. know when we perfectionism is not an act of love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah i know we we put ourselves in bondage when we attempt to be perfect in the in the natural sense does that yeah. and so uh we, we we love ourselves when we show ourselves grace mm-hmm. we do And I had to, even as recently as this weekend, you know, I had, I knew I was going out of town on Saturday, so I couldn't count my Saturday. It was just gone. So I'd done Mm -hmm. some things to prepare. um, But even on Sunday, after I got home from church and realized everything that was not done, I had a moment. Yes. And I had to quickly remind myself, okay, this isn't done, but you did prepare. You did what you could to prepare you know, for what you knew you were going to have to do or couldn't do on Saturday. Yes. So I, I, it's an ever evolving process. Yes. To love myself, give myself grace, not become so um, irritated or being unkind to myself because that just goes down a path that, you know, it's, it's no good. It's those yes. negative thoughts and negative self-talk. It, it does not produce the kind of fruit that I want. And so yes. I am learning to show myself some grace. That's so good. And so when we do that, when we show ourselves grace, when we stop talking negatively to ourselves Mm -hmm. and beating ourselves up for things that we didn't do or didn't do perfectly, that means we're loving ourselves better. Absolutely. Which allows us to love other people better. Absolutely. And to receive the love of the father, mm-hmm. his unconditional love that, you know, again, it doesn't allow us to extend that love to others. As we're able to receive it more, we're able to give it more. Yeah. How have yeah. you seen that with your children? As you love oh, yourself wow. better, you love them better. <laughs> our atmosphere in our home, Kedra, has really changed. We're going through a wow. stage with our oldest that... Um, you know, she's preteen, so okay. she's a little hormonal. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's a little strong willed. I have no idea where she got that from. Oh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> between strong willed and hormonal and all of that, we've been going through some really interesting times with her. Yes. But just stopping to show myself grace and not be so much in a hurry to check off the list and take mm-hmm. moments with her. I've seen her shift. Mm -hmm. Her interaction with me is different. She talks more. We laugh together more. And so it it, is making a major difference. Again, do we get it right all the time? Absolutely not. But I'm now aware of it. So I'm making the adjustments to make sure that we stay on this path of growth and development. Because as she gets older, you want those lines of communication to stay open. That's so good. And so, yeah, and even extending love to her in her moments of, you know, frustration and mouthing off and all of that, Mm -hmm. being consistent 
And, you know, I love you. This this behavior is unacceptable. Yes. But I, I still love you. It doesn't yes. change. And even adjusting, you know, my approach with her and my reaction after the fact times where she would think I would be a certain way. Nope, we're, we're still going to laugh. We're still yes. going to talk. I'm still going to do this. Um, just to let her know that's, that's the love of the father. It's unconditional. Even when we miss it, we have the unconditional love of the father who's always there. That's so good. That I feel like we need to just do an episode on parenting. <laughs> Let me know when you do. Oh, no. I want you. I want you. <laughs> so I can have a front row seat. Oh, yeah. I want you to do it with me because you sound like, I mean, it, parenting is, is hard. It's hard. It's, you know, and it is not something you get to do it today and not do it tomorrow. So so I'll have to call you back when I'm ready to do that parenting episode. <laughs> but I do want to I want to I want to go back to what you said about because um, you mentioned it a couple of times, um, slowing down, not being in such a hurry. How do you do that as a as a busy as a fellow busybody, you know, you know, and, and just there's always something. How always. do you how do you do that? How do you slow down? How do you not be in a hurry? What do you do to make sure that you don't just run over the, the things that are important? Intentionality. That's okay. the only way. Intentionality and accountability. I would okay. say that my husband, of course, opposites attract. And so mm -hmm. my husband, he's just, he's a very different person. And so <laughs> if the laundry doesn't get done, but everybody's at peace, he's okay. Yes. Whereas I'm like, ah! <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I've learned that we balance each other. And so um, he helps to hold me accountable to it's okay, you know, but, and I learned to hold myself accountable. I, I still have my list and I still want to get it done. Yes. Um, but again, I have learned and I still have to talk to myself sometimes, Tanisha, it is okay if everything does not get done today. Yes. And I have to tell myself, okay, I'm going to sit down at eight o'clock. So those are boundaries that I'm setting for myself. Yes. Because there was a time, yeah, from sunup to I would literally just run, 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 run all day and sit down and pass out mm -hmm. because I was so tired from all the activity of the day. Yes. Um, but now, you know, the, the pandemic has helped a lot in so many ways to help slow down um, and just appreciate life. I think it's a combination between the pandemic and seeing all the, you know, sudden lives unexpectedly gone so soon. Um, and between being forced to slow down, being at home more, yes. and I think I'm getting older. So you just learn to appreciate life yes. and not to sweat the small stuff, you know? That's it so will, good. It will be okay because I've, I've done that. I've been down that road of rehearsing what I did wrong and what I could have done differently and what I didn't do. That is draining. Yes. That is so mentally draining to run all of the negative things. And it was taking my energy away from what I could be doing. Yes. And so now that I'm making that shift, it's, I can tell the difference. And yes. so it's like, hey, I like this. This is pretty good. That's so, so good. I need to stay on this path because I see the difference. That's so good. That's so good. So what would you yeah. say to all of those who are out there who um, are asking that question of themselves right now? Um, yeah. 
can you love me? Can you know there someone in their immediate circle? You know they're envisioning them asking them, can you love me? They're they're mm-hmm. asking themselves right now, can I love me? Mm-hmm. What would you say to those people? I would say to them, remember that you did not start with you. Mm-hmm. Um, God the Father created you. He knows you, flaws and all. And I think sometimes we forget that our lives are bigger than us, mm-hmm. that even though we are here because our parents got together, whether they, you know, we whether we were oops or on purpose, we're here. Yes. But it's so much bigger than us. And so God knew even our mistakes and our misses, our personality quirks, and he knew all of that. And so even if it's a struggle for us, God still loves us in spite of that. Now that doesn't give us an excuse to stay yes. the way we are or where we are, but man, get you someone that can hold you accountable to growing, get you a, you know, an accountability partner or start putting those things in place for yourself. I think we minimize the power that we have. Mm-hmm. And again, if we can take that negative self-talk and what I can't and all of those negative things and really reverse that and put that energy into producing and focusing on what we can, I think we'll start seeing some major changes. So wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with, the good thing is, man, if you're inhaling and exhaling, you have an opportunity to grow and to change and to be better. So good. There it is, folks. You heard it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing. Thank you for having oh, me. Absolutely. Now you guys can see why God divinely connected us, right? <laughs> she is just so full of wisdom. And I was serious about that parenting episode. So if anybody else other than me wants to see that happen uh, with Tanisha, uh, just let me know and we'll, we'll get to work on that. But if you are being encouraged by this podcast, I want to ask you if you would please uh, leave a comment and a review and be sure to share it with someone else so that more people can have the opportunity to experience what you're experiencing here. I have gotten so much wonderful feedback, so I know that it is ministering and blessing a lot of people, and we want to be able to share it with as many people as possible because we know that getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. Thank you for listening to the Everyday Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to join us for our next episode where we share a little more wisdom so you can get a little bit wiser.